0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. This week, the topic is practical self-care tips, where I'm just going to give out um, quick self-care tips every single day, kind of go into how you can use those things to help you in everyday life. And today's episode, we're going to talk about read more books for self-help. So I am a self-help book junkie, for sure, self-proclaimed. I have a huge collection of self-help books, both in print and on my, my Kindle, my e-reader, that I have enjoyed or am looking forward to reading some in the future because I have racked up so many books in my office, by my bedside, on my Kindle. It's It's kind of incredible because I just always am like, oh, this book looks good or this person has recommended this book. I need to put it on my list. And you know, I love the idea of being able to read a book and feel better or understand what you're going through a little bit better. And I feel like that is one of the biggest things with me for self help books. Like I like to read in general. I generally will read like romantic fiction or whatever. But with self help books, it's you just feel so happy and content and you feel like you're understood and you feel like You know, they're poking all these holes and all these issues that you already know that you have, and it's kind of like accountability in a book, and I think that's so super helpful. So some of my favorite self-help books have been by Gabby Bernstein and another book I read when I was going through my season of self-harm. So um, if you're going through self-harm or you know someone that is, send me a message on Instagram or via email, which you can see in the show notes below and I will look up the name for you or might be able to send you a copy uh, to help you out. It was a, a fantastic book for understanding what I was going through and changing my mindset. Uh, but I don't I couldn't find the title right away, but I would be willing to like look everywhere for it if someone really needed it. So let me know on that. But back to Gabby Bernstein. The discovery of her books for me has been recent. You know, um, It was only the top of this year that I started reading her books and really loving her point of view on manifestation, which is something that I've recently been learning about and getting interested in and understanding more and more, and how we should view and treat ourselves, which any book that's going to talk to me in a very, you know, no BS, very straightforward, honest way, not a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo, um, big words just to make yourself feel better. Kind of language. Those kind of books are my jam, like my total jam. Uh, but the first book of hers I have read is called Super Attractor, and I have two more of a books I purchased from her to read next. So there's one about like a, some sort of forty day challenge, and then there's another one. Um, I forget. I think it's an older book of hers, and I'm so looking forward to reading those books. But I have this problem where sometimes I'll start multiple books at once, which is where I am right now, and so I have to kind of calm myself down and be like, listen. You can't read too many books at once. I know people that do read like two or three books at the same time, um, which is a little overwhelming for me. I kind of regret even starting the next book I'm going to talk to you about uh, at the same time as starting Gabby's book, but I just got way too excited. So another book I have started reading recently is Believe It by Jamie Kern Lima. And if you don't know who that is, Jamie Kern Lima is the founder of It Cosmetics, um, and she wrote a book and was released just recently within the last couple of weeks. And the most beautiful thing about that book is that I haven't finished it yet, but is that she's not taking any profit from the book being sold, which it has already like a New York Times bestseller and sold so many copies and I myself like pre-ordered it, but she's not taking any profits. She's just donating back to some other organization. And I think that's so wonderful because the book itself tells her story and it tells a bunch of other inspiring stories and it's a beautiful book. So I encourage you to look for that. Um, and I don't, I don't have any affiliation with it. I just, it's just a beautiful book and story, uh, from what I've heard and from how much I've read so far. Now, but this, this, book, this book isn't really a self-help book though. I would say it's more of an inspirational book that will get you pumped for going after your goals, dreams, and desires. And I think it's really important that I bring this up because I don't think the book itself has to be labeled quote-unquote self-help for it to help you. Absolutely not. You know, it just needs to Be something that will encourage you, push you to make moves, and give you inspiration. So I want you to remember that the next time that you are reading Book Review or someone, me or someone in your real life or another podcast or whomever, is suggesting a book that you should read because it doesn't have to necessarily be labeled in the self-help book section at the bookstore or on Amazon for you to consider it a book that's going to be self-help for you. So again, that book isn't I don't think it's labeled self-help. it's it's definitely more of an inspirational kind of biographical kind of situation for her, and I really, really love it. So uh, just keep that in mind next time you're looking around because if you're like, I need someone that's get something that's gonna help me get through this point in my life or help me understand what I'm going through and what I might go through coming up, like whatever endeavor or event or adventure that you're on. Um, But it definitely could be someone's story and how they got through their adversity to help you get through your adversity, even if it's not labeled as self-help. So, and, you know, I wanted to mention as I was doing research on people, like what people thought about self-help books, which I know can be up and down. I feel like it's one of the biggest things that's sold uh, in bookstores, but it, you know, there is a ton of backlash against self-help books because it's very common for people to read a book meant to help move you in the right direction of life, but do nothing with the information gained. You know, this is where the trouble lies. The trouble lies in the reader because they are not taking the time to actually implement the things that they're learning, you know, and um, self-help books get a bad rap not because of the books themselves but with the lack of follow through from the reader. So, it's important that, you know, when you hear people say self-help books are stupid or they're a waste of time or they're not helpful, it's honestly comes down to how it's used and how it's implemented and what course of action is taken from the reader, right? Because I feel like you could label anything as a time waster or unhelpful if you don't take any learning lessons from it or, you know, get what you need from it and then apply it to your real life. That could be so many things, right? So it's important to keep the perspective on that. A lot of people will look down on it. But if you enjoy them, then keep enjoying them, okay? Don't let anyone else sway you from thinking that they're useless or not helpful. It's up to you to make that decision. So I do have um, five suggestions and tips um, of how you can make the most out of reading self-help books. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you of the five-minute reset, which is my reminder of every single episode that if you're having a hard day, if you're having a tough time, you always have the option to reset your day, reset, reboot, restart right then and there. The five-minute reset is like taking drawing a line, in the sand and deciding that everything that happened to you previously in the day doesn't have to continue to go on. You don't have to continue to deal with it. You can just move on. You can learn what you need to learn from those experiences and move forward. And so the five minute reset, you only need five minutes. If you have more time, take that, but you can just take five minutes to be alone and take a break from any issues or burdens that you're currently dealing with. You can come up with any resolutions for problems and issues that you're currently having alone or with someone else. The key is I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, or medium size. You can be grateful that you're able to go out and try a new restaurant with friends and family and had a good time. You can be grateful that you got a lot of chores and tidying up done around the house over the weekend. You can be grateful that, you know, the sun is shining more and you're able to get outside and you feel more excited and happy to be alive because that vitamin D, is real. (laughs) It's real. Or maybe you're grateful that you got some extra sleep because you feel like you're really, really getting behind in your sleep. So you can literally be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending, which is amazing. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully creating your gratitude list and just taking some time to reflect on the positive and blessings that are happening in your life, you will realize that by focusing more on those blessings and positive things, it'll help you get through those really hard negative times. I assure you, but I do hope that you're having a great, great day. Um, So let's chat about how you can make the most out of reading self-help books. Like I said, I have five tips. So the first one is to create a short not long list of books to read. As I mentioned at the top of this show, I get really excited and I will just be buying books left and right. I'm not kidding. You know, I feel like once a month on Amazon I'm buying a new self help book because I get so excited. Um a lot of times I do try to stop myself. I'll just add it to my cart and then I'll save it for later. And then once I get through a book I can be like okay now I can buy another one. But I have bought way too many like I said I have a small stack. On my bedside table, I have a stack in my office and I have a bunch on my Kindle, my e-reader. So I encourage you to make a short list. I would say, don't make a list of longer than five books that you would like to read. And maybe if you're a quicker reader, you can just get through, turn over that list very quickly. But if you're a slower reader, maybe three would be better on your list. It just depends on if you feel overwhelmed by having a long list that you feel like you have to abide by. So, but I just think a short list is easier. It's you don't get overwhelmed. You're very uh, determined on what you want to read. And then maybe if you want all three of those books to kind of be related to the topic, like the more specific topic, and then next time choose three more books that are more, you know, distinct and specific to a certain topic, you know, and then go topic by topic and it'll just all flow together, whatever way you'd like to do it. Uh, Number two is to make it easy with audiobooks. So this might not be for everyone. I did forget to mention that I do have self-help books on audiobooks. Um, So it's like in three different forms, you know, it's like in print and digital and in voice. But if you enjoy listening to podcasts um, or, you know, just like listening to things on the go, I would encourage you to try to get those books in audiobooks because number one, i it just generally feels like you go through an audiobook a lot quicker cuz you're just listening. You're not having to sit down and focus and read the book. Like don't get me wrong, I love reading actual paper books. I prefer my Kindle because I'm able to have a bunch of books on my person. So when I travel or even go to a really big line during Black Friday or a grocery store or whatever, I can just whip it out or pull the app up on my phone and read a book for a few minutes. I personally enjoy that a lot. But audiobooks can be so helpful because all you to do is just listen and you can totally be multitasking while you're doing that. So you're like feeding your mind, but also moving your body in whatever way you choose. So audiobooks could be a really good option for you. Uh, The two ways that I listen to audiobooks is either through the Amazon Audible app or through the iTunes or Apple uh, bookstore. So, and they both have some, you know, Amazon sometimes has... Uh, rights to certain books and authors. I think Apple is the same way, so you just have to check both and figure out what would work best for you. Okay, so the third tip I have is to don't push through terrible books. So, this can really like push someone to feel like they have to read a whole book because their best friend in the whole entire world has suggested this book to them. They're like, You're gonna love it, it's gonna be great, and you're like, Okay, but then you start getting into it and you're like, Uh, no, I don't resonate. And I feel like there's a difference between trying to push through the first like few, like five chapters and then trying getting to that fifth chapter and still not connecting with the book and being like, I hate this whole thing. But you feel obligated to read it because your dearest, dearest friend was like, you'll love it. I love it. But I'm here to tell you that is wasting your time. If you, if you get through a good portion of the book and you realize that you are not connecting, it's not helping you. It's not making any sense. You're not resonating with it. I think it's okay to quit. There is going to be people out there that would tell you, don't quit. Just push through the whole thing. You might find some, you know, you might resonate with it later, or you might find some knowledge or information that is really helpful. However, I think there's going to be a better book out there for you. I think that you don't have to waste your time trying to get through this terrible book if you just don't like it. Or what if it has different values and core beliefs that you just don't align with? There are so many reasons why a book is not going to fit you very well. That's why there are hundreds of thousands of millions of books out there. And, you know, that person is not necessarily... It's very slim to... It's a very slim chance that that person is the only person... That have that has written a book on that topic. If that's the case, then you'll have to decide if you just read that book. If that's really the only person that's talking about that thing, but I would say in a more grander view, there's a lot of people writing books about the same kind of things in a different way that you may prefer a lot better. So don't feel like you have to push through those terrible books, even if your best friend said it was the best book ever and that you would love it. Tell them sorry, I don't love it. (laughs) That's gonna be hard for you. I know because it's hard for me, but you got to do it. Or just don't read it and don't talk to them about it until they bring it up. Either way, it'll work out. Uh, so the fourth tip I have for you is take notes as you read. Now, this might seem like a hindrance or something that you don't want to do, but if you're at least have a highlighter with you while you're reading, then you could at least highlight the things that really impact you or really like stood out to you or things that will help you to to maybe take away with you later, but you don't necessarily want to write down in like a journal or something. If you're not, that's not your vibe. Totally fine. But I think it would be helpful to at least highlight things that mean something to you and then make a note in the book. And you're thinking, wow, you want me to write in my book? I do. I think that if we're gonna own books, you should write in them. And I think that you could even write in it if you're gonna sell it later. Right? Someone might actually appreciate those notes, especially if they're not like super intimate or anything. But regardless, so I would say. Highlight your book, write little notes in there, or, you know, pair it with like a journal. It takes some notes, you know, take some nuggets with you for things that are really hitting home, things that you want to remember the next time you encounter whatever situation that it's walking you through of how to get through. I think that is a really smart thing. And I think that you're actually maximizing your ability uh, to extract as much knowledge as possible from these books by taking notes and highlighting. Okay, so the last tip I have for you today, the fifth one, is actually apply the knowledge you are learning. So as I mentioned before, a lot of times self-help books get a bad rap because the readers don't follow through with any of the knowledge or tidbits or direction that they are given. They just read the book and then they feel good for like a few days or a week or two and then they move on and then they feel back. They feel right back where they were, you know? Maybe it's a pit of despair. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe they feel like they're stuck. But it's because they didn't implement any of the knowledge that they gleaned from the book that they're reading. You have to do that. You have to actually apply that knowledge. And if you don't understand it, go back and read it again. There is no <laughs> law or rule that says you can't read a book again. There are so many books in my life. I will say they're a fiction. There's a couple, there might, yeah, no, there's another, there's a couple books out there that are not. Um, that are more like self help books that I have read a couple times, but I don't think there's anything wrong with rereading a book. You, it's it's kind of like the people that are like, why do you rewatch that show all the time, or why are you reading that book again, or why are you going to see that person in concert again? Like it's because it's different every time that you watch it, you read it, you listen to it because. You're in a different season of life each time, or you're in a different just mindset in general and what you're going through and what your experiences are. So I don't think there's anything wrong with um, having repeat encounters with this material. So I would encourage you though, you have to like take the knowledge away. Like what's the point of reading the book if you're not going to glean anything from it or use it and apply it in your real life? I just feel like that that is an actual waste of time. I would, I would. Agree with the critics that if you're just going to read a book and then not do anything, not use it, unless the, unless 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 the suggestions were really bad, um, but that would probably qualify as a terrible book. And hopefully you got you put that book down sooner than later. But yes, actually use the knowledge, actually put it to work in your life. See if it works. See if it's going to help you. And if it's not, then you, then okay. Then it, but at least you tried, right? You didn't just kind of like half halfway do it, you know, you actually like went the whole way and gave it a try and like found out your results and now you're moving forward. So that's my suggestion for you. Oh, that's it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Don't forget there are show notes down there. You can come visit me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perrozo or send me an email at real positive girl podcast at gmail.com. And one thing I would encourage you to do is to head over to my website, which is SabrinaJoy.com. And if you hover over the tab at the top of the page that says more, there are, uh, there will be a spot for you to drop down and you can access my donations page. And if you would like to donate to the show, if you would like to support the show by giving a a reoccurring donation or one-time donation, both of them come with thank you gifts. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, But that is all for me today. Just so you know, the next episode we will be talking about in this series is to try a new hobby. But until then, have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.